0: We get tickets super early for stuff like I just saw Irene too, but I think I got the ticket like five months ago like, the second I saw she was announced, I like got a ticket.
1: Yeah, that's that's how I am, and I had for a while. I had the the text notifications. Yeah,
0: I love those. That's when mm. they when I got the text that Han, uh, Hannah Einbinder was coming to the improv. Mm. I was at work and I sprinted to the break room to buy my ticket. I was like, I can't miss this.
1: I got to look at her. I don't know who that is. So there's so many She's, names.
0: Um, uh, the show hacks that's how i found her
1: how do you spell it e-i yeah here we go uh, yeah ear. okay all right well in just a moment here we'll look at hannah but uh hello everybody uh i'm mid-conversation which which doesn't normally happen because um something that also just never happens as is, is mm-hmm. evidenced by the history of the show is that <laughs> i've never made a, a fatal error such as the one i just did Moments ago, I we started recording, my guest here and I, and I realized for at least 50% of the recording, I was completely muted, so it was just her beautiful voice alone in the, in the ether. It, prob- it probably sounded insane, but you probably had a lot of resolve, like you were having a genuine conversation with natural breaks and everything, but to nobody, so... I hope this will make you look a little better and like you're a sane person and not talking to a wall or a computer screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I have here with me the excellent, uh, incredibly funny Mara Finer, everybody local DMV comedian Mara Finer is in the house, or not quite, she's in her house, or or her (laughs) apartment, (laughs) over Discord here, which we love to see. I'm I'm glad, it sounds great on your end, honestly, like, this is the first time somebody's, like, called in, quote-unquote, and it's, like, sounded amazing, (laughs) so...
0: Oh, good, Yeah, cause I was worried about this window because I'm like, yeah,
1: I will no, no not
0: pay for air conditioning to go on. <laughs>
1: There's nothing. Like, are you using a mic or what? I'm just curious. No,
0: it's, it's a, my iPad mini. I don't know which generation what? it is. But...
1: That's wild. Apple is on something. Like, <laughs> take my data, do whatever you have to do. As yeah. long as it sounds like this every time, I'm happy. No, so we were just talking about before everything, or I realized everything was on fire anyway. <laughs> it was, uh, We met each other at a class given by a celebrity comedian, Jessica Kirsten. And, um, I mean, for me, that was a wild experience. It was my first time seeing live comedy. Actually, no, 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 no. That's a lie. I saw, um, oh, I'll think of his name later, but I did see somebody at that same venue at the DC Improv, Brian Simpson, I saw at the DC Improv. Um, It had to have been a month prior And I, the first person I was going to see there was Christina P, um, comedy duo, her and her husband, Tom Segura, they do a a funny podcast that I usually listen to, but, um, she canceled and she had a make good later that I would get a ticket to. But in the meantime, I saw Brian Simpson was my first ever live show, my live comedy show. And then, um, then it would be that class that we were both at. And I was saying in the same night you didn't get to see her perform later that night because you had to go help your I rabbi. Did, you were yeah. saying because <laughs> it was yeah, the first my night of Hanukkah. Yeah. My
0: dad, yeah, about me performing at at synagogue because my dad always talks about how I'm a comedian. So yeah, yeah and, uh, it was the yeah first night of Hanukkah. Yeah. set uh, at, at work at, at synagogue.
1: Now, did you have those jokes ready to go for something like that, or was that something you were writing for frantically?
0: oh yeah no it was i was worried because i think that might have been my first time that i had to do like a 100 percent like clean set Mm -hmm. um because it was yeah like family um type thing like family friendly but then i realized all of my uh clean material is gay and jewish so i think it worked really well because my synagogue is like very it's it's a reconstructionist synagogue so it's more like lenient on the scale of like orthodox conservative oh cool like reform reconstruction and and they're all like very like we had like they're very um like pro like lgbt whatever stuff so i was like gay jewish material was perfect for my synagogue
1: that's what's up yeah the the open-minded churches are are where it's at like and i've never been to one is the thing so it's like (laughs) when i when i think church of any kind uh, uh uh, yeah. synagogue, what have you, I think just oh Lord, here we go. <laughs> this well, is...
0: my uh the previous rabbi so first so rabbis are supposed to traditionally only be men. Mm-hmm. And the previous rabbi we had was a woman and she was lesbian. So like it was a very much like yeah, modern synagogue. Yeah.
1: That's okay, that's what's up. So you were you were going was this paid or was this sort of you giving oh, no. back? Yeah, no, it was yeah. Just free. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, man i mean you want me to pony up you, you might want to
0: i am doing a my synagogue way. Like in in baltimore in december that one i have no clue what i'm gonna say because mm-hmm. that one the guy that's producing it said that it's like a mix of like conservative and like orthodox and reform and reconstructions like every type of level of jew
1: oh boy yeah that if you don't have the material ready to go that's why i asked it's just i would that would feel daunting like it's it's hard enough for me to imagine doing clean material now from where i'm running or just from like a general place because most of my stuff is being gay and then just being like raunchy or whatever i feel like like i could i could do without the cuss words but the themes might not be Mm -hmm. for all audiences
0: well I think sometimes like clean can mean that you can do the same thing as long as you're just imp- implying instead of stating.
1: Yeah, yeah. For sure. I just when when it comes to like going to synagogue, I would feel that that pressure. Oh yeah. Tenfold. Maybe. Should,
0: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad that you, you come from an open environment or at least when you're there it doesn't seem too judgmental or any, anything like that because the mm. the churches I grew up in and around we're like Baptist or yeah. you know, super you know, just everything's just so. If you deviate from that, it's mm-hmm. you're gonna somebody's gonna beat it out of you. Somebody's yeah, gonna, gonna <laughs> somebody's yeah. gonna correct that path <laughs> mm-hmm. in, in their eyes. But um no, that's um that's actually something I wanted to talk to you about. I'm glad you bring it up, that most of your material uh, is about being gay, about being Jewish, about being you. Yeah. It seems to be centered around your experiences, um, true events. Am I on the right track here?
0: Yeah. No, that's generally yeah, what I do.
1: Yeah. So when we took the little class together where we met mm-hmm. and you took my picture with her, which I'm very grateful for to this day. And I have that picture of me and Jessica Kirsten. And then when I saw you, I must have seen you at the at the first ever Nightcap I went to mm-hmm. at the Comedy Loft.
0: And I yeah, go, and "Oh my, my gosh, that's the
1: girl with the beanie who took my picture. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome!" Like, and I got to see you killing it up there. I um, I had been writing ever since. Like, I had just mm-hmm. been, I had just been writing, writing, writing jokes ever since that class. To eventually go yeah. up somewhere, and I couldn't for the life of me find anywhere uh, that I felt suited somebody who's like a first timer. Like I wasn't gonna sign mm-hmm. up at the at the nightcap like that and make a fool of myself. Yeah. But searching everywhere, uh, and I talked a little bit about this off mic. Searching everywhere, most of the places made wanted you to pay and bring like eight to ten people with you, and it was it seemed yeah. like a real sort of um, skeevy thing going on where they, they knew you were brand new and that they could take advantage of you. So, but eventually I found yeah. Dwayne du- White's mic at the electric Palm in Woodbridge and went up there and I had, I just had a great time, but I, I was writing and writing and writing before I even got there to that point going yeah. up for my first time. I saw you in DC and I felt like a third of my jokes I couldn't do anymore because they were they were concentrated about that you have gay dads and that Yeah, was, we both
0: I, that Yeah, that's going to be we really my... bonded over. We have literally the same like background. <laughs> I was like Damn, She made we too. And we were the same bar too. The yeah. same
1: <laughs> that's wild to <laughs> me. <laughs> my dad your dad or one of one or both of them has probably seen mine at some point at yeah um, they had
0: to have crossed paths
1: and any number of those skate bars man my dad is out there doing his thing which
0: yeah, scares
1: me <laughs> <laughs> it scares me do, do your dads ever traumatize you like my dad has my dad just doesn't give a shit at this point i think
0: like, oh so with like well what'll happen is if i'm with them and their friends they don't say stuff but the friends sometimes say stuff yeah. then you can connect some dots and uh, my best friend and i have wish we didn't connect some dots So yeah
1: for for real no it's for, i yeah. was just with like, a group I don't of them be
0: an adult. i like being the, the child <laughs> room. no one wanted to say anything around me yeah
1: i was just with a bunch of because um uh my dad's friends are all former military they're like government Um, civilians now so they all work Mm -hmm. in and around the pentagon but um so i'm sure he really loves when i like tell jokes about him and his like proclivities in his personal life i try not to i try to make them (laughs) absurd and more focused around me but they sometimes involve him (laughs) (laughs) no he uh but those guys they're the same though they don't they don't give a shit when they're together it's just like like birds chirping <laughs> gossiping <laughs> just
0: oh, some of the stereotypes that <laughs> are true is what we find that out <laughs> legs
1: crossed and lips flapping yeah. it's like there were no secrets in
0: hand oh, and yeah. straw with
1: it it's always with them it's always like Vuv clico and mimosas so we just got together all his friends and i was there because um the army 10 miler just happened every october they shut mm-hmm. down part of the highway and a lot of the roads um around northern virginia and dc for a 10 mile race and it's a lot of army people people from all backgrounds can sign up and do it like i did it one year and that was the last time i plan on ever doing that I was to gonna my say, that's body. a
0: long i think <clears throat> the most i've ran is four miles and yeah that was once
1: no it, it's not worth it at all but it, it felt like something I could do or that I could train for, and I did, and I can say I did that, and I'll keep saying that until I die. Then hey, I ran that ten, ten yeah. miles once. I have a friend who keeps trying to sign me up for a marathon. I'm like, do you, I can't. I can what was barely a walk like now. 20? A marathon's like twenty something, like twenty four. You know, it's like who in their right mind? be me. It and no friend of mine anymore. <laughs> it truly. Yeah. Remove them from my content because, yeah, who, where do you get off signing me up uh, to basically essentially end my life Uh, (laughs) on full display? I'll get to the first watering station and I'll keel over without a doubt. But that was that was a lot of fun. But they do at one of my dad's friend's uh houses in Alexandria, he does a um a brunch, Mm -hmm. so right after the race, people come by. There's uh, there's champagne ready to go, orange juice, the whole deal. And he's got a whole spread of like half barbecue food, half breakfast, pancakes and shit. And it's always a good time. And it's that's like the core group of my dad's friends. But yeah, yeah. All, all these guys are out at um, number nine, trade, mm-hmm. uproar, damn, um, I've Green Latrine, Green Lantern,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, um, and then uh, Fridays is a big one, Crystal City, yeah. and Fridays is actually in and around where that race would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, my th- my dad, for for me, and I, I just brought this place up, the Green Lantern. Like my dad will just invite me. Mm-hmm. Out places. Oh, I'm over at. The, are you in DC? And I'm be like, because oh, i will see don't me.
0: No, no, no. We just hang out at Freddy's together. Occasionally.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, occasionally, but he'll see me make a post or something. And he'll be, like, oh, you're in DC right now. I'm at the Green Lantern. You should come by. And this would, would have been my first time ever going there at all. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, sure. This is this must be like Freddy's, or this must be like you know trade or somewhere socially yeah. acceptable. And I get in there, and it's like. It's jockstrap night, and everyone's butt-ass naked walking around. My dad is fully clothed in like business attire, business casual.
0: You this go a different way. No, no, no,
1: no, I Please, I feel like we're like we're we're, we're inches away maybe, from that.
0: Maybe this is the difference between the daughter of of a gay dad maybe, and being the son of a gay dad.
1: I don't know. There shouldn't be one. This should be my. Parents should be just as chaste as yours seem to be, (laughs) gay or otherwise. I don't want to know. I really don't. And so he's in there looking at everybody and fucking <laughs> having a good old time and they pump in this nasty ass smoke that smells like that smells it's just it's asbestos i think that they just p- <laughs> pumped the room full of it was a disaster and that the, the place is in an alleyway behind a cvs and when i got there there was an ambulance outside and somebody was being hauled away it was not oh my gosh anywhere i expected my dad to strip. be to, no oh my god if only i didn't see all that i did ask somebody um if if uh if someone was okay they were just standing you know against the wall with their legs crossed smoking i thought they were there because of the ambulance They're like, i don't know i'm just trying to smoke i'm like great awesome cool i was like do you need to card me? He's like, i don't work here awesome great nobody carded me just walked right in the jockstrap night at the, at the Green Lantern. No, but it's shit like that all the time, I swear. And, so I'm working on this joke right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, It's like halfway to being finished, I'd say. But this, the story is I went over to my dad's place. We were going to go get, like, lunch or something. And I park. And he says he can drive. So, okay, we go to get in the car. And I had something that I needed to put in the trunk. I can't remember what it was like a jacket or something so i go Mm -hmm. to reach in to to put my thing down in the truck and i see he has the he drives a station wagon so he's got a big old trunk with enough Mm -hmm. with enough space for a giant camping tent it's like a coleman camping tent Mm -hmm. and i go oh my god like when when have you been camping i didn't hear yeah about a camping trip coming up you you bought a tent like what and it's in your it's I camp now, I go, out. <laughs> well, you didn't want to invite your son, you know, to do some father son camping in the wilderness. I'd give it a shot because yeah. the, the last time I did anything like that was with him and I must've been in like, like the first or second grade mm-hmm. on like a, on like a log cabin camping retreat type deal. I caught a fish that like died on the, it bled out everywhere it was traumatic so i'm like can we oh can we like correct my my past woes my my trauma can we fix that on a camping trip and he goes well i don't know if you christian i don't know if you want to go on a um, trip with me <laughs> immediately but but the switch doesn't flick in my brain i'm like <laughs> but what do you mean you don't think i can do it i'll, I'll watch youtube or you know whatever it takes I'll learn how to how to live in the wild with a tent. He goes, well, Christian, I'm going. I started going down to Richmond, uh, and it's it's a nudist camping retreat. Christian, I go to a nude. I doubt you'd want to go to that with. me. And I just. I just, I did just that. I just shrugged. I was like, why do you, why even oh, I tell me you're that?
0: You say you did,
1: you went with him. No, 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 no. I was just, why do I need to know? Why do we need to picture it? Why do I need to hear about it? Can you just, just make up and ex- just say, no, you're fine. I'm just, I suck at camping. D- do whatever you have to do other than let me know that you're just completely balls out in Richmond somewhere with a bunch of other middle-aged man every time
0: you go to richmond you see a man you're like are you the
1: are you you what's going on (laughs) why are you in beach attire what's happening we're downtown where are you coming from i but it's it's just shit like that man i swear i i hate i hate it i hate how liberal and free my dad is i wish he was just suffering still you know what i mean like just a little
0: bit just a little bit you
1: know like just stay closeted please (laughs) if i had to choose between my dad staying closeted and knowing as much as i know about my dad i say live live in misery no my dad it's crazy i'll i'll cease going on about him after this but my dad's been through it i mean he grew up we were talking about church and shit Mm -hmm. and how restrictive that can be growing up in in one of those environments but my dad grew up in in a church cult out of um, um yeah. nebraska in some like remote little town called columbus and they uh, they were no nonsense they didn't play any games he couldn't watch tv that everyone else in school was watching yeah. they had to dress a certain way in and outside of the church they were just totally restricted with all media, music, radio, all of it. They couldn't. And um, he would eventually escape that and get like sort of trafficked between family members that were on the outside. Mm-hmm. And he ended up living with an aunt and uncle and uh, going to school from their place and then joining the military and eventually totally breaking out of it. And I think when he was... um when he was joining up in the military that around that time that's when he met my mom mm-hmm. and when he got back that's when they ended up settling in together and mm-hmm. they must have been married at some point between them I'm sort of you know I I have to brush up on the on the events on the, timeline. And the mm-hmm. timeline but that's when they met but when he settled down and got a a job job here in Virginia, yeah. um, my mom found out that he'd been having an affair, and she uh, signed him up for, you know, what do you call it? Reform. Conversion camp? Yeah, conversion camp. Oh, exactly. my God. Yeah, so he, he tried everything he could and went to one of those. I need to pick his brain about that. He I like
0: willingly went to it. Yeah,
1: no, he he didn't want to be gay. He want, you know, he had a son. He this might have been them trying to have kids and yeah. before that, but yeah, his brother um, Russell Balmer, he's a psychiatrist <laughs> for the Navy. He uh, he was like, yeah, it's it really works. He gave my mom like all the information and a pamphlet, and she's like, you need to sign up for this. You're going, and he's like, yeah, whatever he's... it takes. And that worked because now he's at nudist retreats in Richmond, <laughs> getting looked at all, all every which way. So, I mean, <laughs> clearly it works is what I'm saying. But, I mean, did uh, do your dads have any, what's their background? What's their, uh, did they kind of struggle?
0: Yeah, I don't really know. I need to like pro- like have like a proper conversation sometime with my dad, but I know my, my mom and dad met in college. Mm-hmm. Got married right outside of college. My mom had a somewhat hectic upbringing and stuff, and like didn't like date growing up. So I think that she probably just like latched to who she found, whatever type thing. Yeah. And so, and then like, I guess they became friends, then dated, then got married, had me. And then somewhere, like when I was like two or so ish, my dad, I don't know if he came out or if it was some like where something happened. Mm-hmm. that forced him to be out but my to my knowledge my aunt and grandparents and stuff were all except in my parent and my mom and dad's t- were friends like the whole time i was growing up like i was always confused because i knew other divorced like other kids with divorced parents like they were like my parents can't be in the same room as each other and mm-hmm. that i never because like we all still did stuff all together so mm-hmm. um but i know my dad did tell me recently that because like he was out <clears throat> in like centerville and apparently, like, back in the day, like, if you went to a bar and there was, like, a gay night, it was, like, a secret. Like, you had to huh. know a certain... Co- like, you'd be... Like, everyone would know that it's, like, gay night at this one bar, but, like, it wasn't, yeah. like, a public... Like, public info, which was interesting.
1: That's what I learned from my dad about Freddy's, actually, was that it was the first openly gay bar in the entire area. In all of, like, D.C., Virginia type of oh, deal, yeah. right? So that's where all these government guys would get off from the Pentagon and they would go straight to Freddy's because it was, like, the only all-inclusive sort of gay bar, openly gay with the flags yeah. and all that the way it is now I think it's been uh, like 20 some odd years it's been around well
0: your dad I'm assuming was also then in the military during like don't ask don't tell and stuff like that oh yeah
1: sure was so. Which
0: I didn't realize how recent that was, I was uh-huh. I've, so I watched the L word for the first time recently and they do they have like one of the plot lines is about don't ask don't tell and I'm like this show wasn't isn't that old
1: No, it's crazy it, it's 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 wild to think about what these people went through just trying to skirt around the fact that they're attracted to you know whatever sex yeah. it's it, but people may do the aids crisis yeah. shut a lot of that down and stigmatized it even further uh, my dad's former partner was or sorry is a doctor who actually practiced in San Francisco during that, during the height of that, mm-hmm. and um, has been to and from Africa, uh, providing aid as well. But I mean, mm. it's there are so many different chapters in the in the uh, yeah. the gay timeline that really <laughs> it, was, it was no joke. It was its own uh, civil rights movement, so to speak. Yeah um no i mean i need to do some some you know digging with my own parents and get everybody together and kind yeah. of get the whole story type of deal i feel like i don't know if it feels the same for you where like, you'll hear little things little things yeah. get thrown at you and then you're like, like some of them sink in some of them bounce off and it's like where yeah, did that come some from?
0: Of like, wait what should these happen before the other because yeah. like yeah, that t- changes the connotation uh-huh. like
1: yeah Exactly. Okay, but it's cool to hear that your parents are on good terms. Um, mm. That so, you, I assume you're a biological child of both your parents too, right? Or were you like you? Oh uh, yeah,
0: like my yeah, mm. like the my yeah, my mom dad, and dad. Then yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I know it seems like self-explanatory, but when I used to tell people that, they'd be like, how does that, your dad's gay? How's that, how does that work? (laughs) And I've said that on stage a couple of times and and I get some laughs. It's like, my dad's gay. So clearly my mom and him had sex to create me. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, no, that, I felt like that was always an awkward conversation with people to be like, yeah, I'm not adopted. Like, shut the fuck up.
0: You know. Well, it's always well because I grew like my mom raised me, and my dad would go to see my dad like every other weekend type thing. Same so area. I did more so grow up in the like the the like societal whatever would have been of like I was a parent. I mean, I was a child of like a single mom, mm-hmm. so those are more the like growing up stuff I yeah I know about rather than like I now I talk about my dads a lot, and they're like very much like a part of my life. They were a part of my life when I was growing up, but like now. Or mutually in each other's lives so like now it's funny because sometimes I'll be like yeah my dad's blah 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 and then people will be like dads I'm mm-hmm. like yeah there's two like even nowadays and you're like what?
1: did they um so the visitation deal has that been your entire life or or do you remember when that sort of began
0: no that was just always because well actually always. apparently I recently learned when I first when I first so my dads have been together like since i was like two three four whatever like since i was little and so apparently because my now like my dad's now husband was like a stranger Mm -hmm. at the time um when i'd be there for the weekend my grandparents didn't live far away so i'd visit my dad every other weekend but then have to sleep at my grandparents house Mm -hmm. um which was like crazy but it was always the, <laughs> it was, it was all the like every, but then I don't know at what point that changed that I was able to sleep at my actual, my dad's place, yeah. but it's always, it was always oh the gosh. every other weekend
1: thing. It's so funny. It's so funny. Like, isn't that, I'm like, dumb I mean, I guess like it that. makes sense of yeah.
0: like, that's a stranger, but like in hindsight, the hindsight of it is like crazy.
1: Looking at who he means to you now versus then. Yeah. yeah. For me, I, I almost distinctly remember when I met my dad's, then partner at the time they split up during covid but they were together for about 15 years or so mm-hmm. and um yeah it was just immediately my my mom's like uh to my dad he's a stranger he needs to under christian needs to understand that and yeah. whatever you whatever he calls him it needs to reflect that he's not uh dad nothing like that you i don't know how long youtube and so i mean my mom is very controlling my mom's a nice lady but i mean there's just different minds different backgrounds
0: when i when i first met him he was like i was so again i was like a toddler or whatever so he's like you can call me david no you can d dj or david Mm -hmm. and since i was so little i just went with d and to this day i still call him that yeah but now it's funny because you can kind of double it up as like that's could mean dad as well even though it's for his name which is david but
1: yeah that that works out because i called (laughs) when i ended up calling um his name steven i called him mr mr steve was his title for all (laughs) my life and so even still i'll call him mr steve yeah jokingly and my my brother and um my my cousin both on my mom's side my my mom had another child by a different um father who's my mm-hmm. my brother I'm, I'm pointing somewhere he's over there he's in his room i'm living with my <laughs> mom right now because i'm doing well yeah and <laughs> she, but uh my, my dad's plural would watch all three of us my brother my cousin and i and yeah. it was a favorite to my mom and, and her sister and yeah they, they all mr steve his family he always will be yeah. and it's just one of those things it's it's wild the I think I had been calling him that my whole life and then the context of it all knowing exactly yeah. when everything sort of started off when I step back and put it all together it's, it's sort of like oh my gosh it's
0: like, Is so how, how old were you when your parents like when your, your yeah. dad came out or whatever
1: I was in I had to have been in like the third grade somewhere around there Do
0: you so, like actually remember it then? yeah I would, I would imagine
1: exactly. I just
0: that's why the weird thing for me because I was so young in my head, I've only ever known my dad mm-hmm. with his now husband and my mom just herself. Like, I've never, I can't even picture my parents together.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I saw them together. I saw them fighting the the custody battle, if you can call it yeah. that. They never got divorced. They only got divorced, my, my mom and my dad, like a year and a half ago. They sold the last oh. house that my dad had bought with my mother um well, I should really say that my dad bought but co-signed with my mother so yeah. they had co-ownership. They sold that um just just recently and when that happened he also filed for divorce finally <laughs> and now he's free and clear now he's happy as a clam going to yeah. nudist retreats living his life living his best life
0: yeah but, but i mean
1: before then he was just he had been tied down even all the while with with steven and yeah. um it it's hard to it was hard to watch then uh not knowing all that i knew and it was it's yeah. even harder to think about now just like man that's i mean it's is it really suffering being chained to to my mother all that time probably not but it it's sure would have been a pain in the ass having to, in any way, have ties to somebody that you're not, you know, emotionally, Yeah. you know, um, attached to, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And then there were all sorts of financial debacles here and there that, that kept them yeah. at each other's throats. But mm-hmm. even still, though, again, like, here's, here are these people who are, like, babysitting me and her other son. And, like, we were on everyone was on good terms like my mom's mm-hmm. sister loved my dad still does and it's like everyone yeah. kind of got along and and was able to be in the the same room the same sittings like yeah thanksgiving type shit and, and all that yeah so it was just like this weird thing of like are they mad right now are they yeah are they gonna argue or is, are, are we cool you know so i'm glad you didn't have to go through that because like so many kids gay or not yeah. uh, uh you know they they go through that divorce thing and it fucks them up forever i certainly yeah. have my i have my deep seated things of just like hearing arguments downstairs and be like oh boy i wonder what the fuck's happening yeah, yeah but good for you good i'm so visiting them was that sort of a retreat for you was it always
0: special oh, they- they were kind of argumentative the two uh, of them uh, argumentative type couple yeah mm. so and then i don't know i'm i don't know for certain but i like am i have this feeling that like my mom would say stuff i think negatively about like even everyone got along and all but like i think she never wanted me to like become more attached over that way type thing
1: uh-huh.
0: so i would enjoy Like I'd want to enjoy seeing them, but like in my, but like I was always like nervous going.
1: Well, that somebody's gonna get mad if you're like having too much fun. That's kind (laughs) of
0: yeah. So that's why once I once I graduated high school, yeah. yeah, Then my dad's moved to Arlington, and since then we've grown much like much closer, like more in my adult life. Am I close to my dad from Centerville? Yeah.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, I guess uh, that's closer. Yeah, for sure. And where were you living at with your mom? Or was in Arlington. Okay, I see. Yeah, that's what's up. Did they kind of want to move there, or did they move there for you? Well,
0: my grandma, well, my grandparents were in Arlington and had been in Arlington for a while, and they both work in like D.C. and stuff. So like, apparently, they'd been talking about moving to Arlington for forever. But my dad's like always lived in Fairfax. Like he's from. Mm-hmm like bird like the bird like whatever like fairfax area yeah so but once i once they found it like they're they're happy and so it was more it was for them but like obviously me being around is probably a perk
1: definitely yeah that's awesome yeah so you're really from here from here i
0: yeah
1: i, I am in that i grew up here but my parents are both from way different places i guess my my mom's family's from maryland and mm-hmm. but they moved all over like she met my dad in nebraska when he was like I said, getting ready to ship out. Mm. And um, my dad grew up in Nebraska, was in the Navy, He's traveled all over the place. And my, and my mom, actually, her her dad was in the Air Force, also traveling. Okay. So they they lived in Guam for a time. They lived in um, oh man, North South Carolina, all over. So um, I have family all over the country, pretty yeah. much, uh, mostly in like the Midwest. And then on this coast. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, I would say I've pretty much just been trapped in Stafford, Virginia, where I am now. It's kind of been, where I've been glued to. So I'm, I've, I was always happy, happy to visit my dad. I asked you if it was sort of a treat because for me getting to visit my dad, was getting to go to D.C. every other oh, weekend. for okay, me, it was the
0: opposite. It was me going to the suburbs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I could, yeah, it's kind of neutral then. Yeah, at least you get to see yeah. them. But no, for me, it was getting to eat amazing food, getting to go do really cool things, go to museums, go see movies, yeah. do everything I couldn't do in the, in the uh, 13 or so, or 12, 11 or so days leading up to that weekend. Was, yeah. You know, what I looked forward to. Yeah, I mean, those are some formative moments for sure. And there are lots, Mm -hmm. lots of jokes to be made and crafted from those very experiences. How many of your jokes would you say are about them or about those times?
0: Um, There's definitely a good chunk about my dad's. Like, I know when I was first starting, like, nearly all my material was just always about them. So, like, Uh when I did, like, like my, like, whatever five-minute set from my first, like, improv, dc improv open mic i think maybe a quarter to a half of the jokes by the way uh
1: congratulations that's fucking awesome when was that
0: (laughs) that was back in um in like april
1: yeah that's that's big shit um, right there
0: yeah that i literally my dad like shared my post about it and said something about like mara said her had a dream set her mind to it and she let made it happen and i was like sitting on the metro and i was like crying on the metro
1: yes yes now that is what's up so that was part of your first set there
0: yeah so like if i'm doing like 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 my best of material or whatever type five minute set Mm -hmm. it's about a quarter to a half it'll be about them
1: wow yeah no i i i have one solid joke about my dad and about being gay that i say i do and there's just not a whole there's not a ton else that i have right now it's mostly just about um my other family like my mom or like being black yeah and and, um just how i navigate situations it's just day-to-day shit all my all my jokes are basically just day-to-day nuisance stuff and i i'm very deadpan so i feel like it it fits with that (laughs) but of so of, of the remainder of your jokes what are you talking about typically what do you draw inspiration from
0: yeah no i like to do like the whole like how we were saying or, like the like life experience stuff like not very mm-hmm. much like an observational or like when people do like topical things based on like what's going with the event current events and stuff yeah i'm not my brain like doesn't work like that so for me it's mostly like taking life experiences or stories mm-hmm. and putting it to jokes so like right now a lot of my material i've been writing is about like being like bisexual and stuff just because that's it's wherever my head's at is where my like where my head's thinking is where my jokes will like draw to so like there was a bit of time where i was doing a lot of jokes about like sex and stuff because it was when i like first started having sex or like when i first started going out on a date with a woman i did a lot of material about like dating women so you can kind of tell like what i'm doing and where my mind's at in life based on what i'm saying on stage it's like okay like right now i wrote like a new joke about taylor swift because i just recently Have realized I'm a Swifty. So, like, so I have like a bunch of like Taylor Swift centric (laughs) jokes that I'm doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, I'm sure there's a wealth of material there as well. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Swifty Army. Did you see the Eras tour movie? Are you, are you that? Yes, that's what
0: inspired the joke. That's what, that's what (laughs) turned me into a Swifty was that movie.
1: I should stay away from it then. Yeah, I, I know like next to nothing about Taylor Swift. I've just heard all the, all the music at you know gas stations and restaurants and yeah. everywhere out in the world. So I'm gonna keep it that way.
0: No, it started with I heard people talking about like Gayler theories. Which have you? Do you know the term? Have you heard of Gayler?
1: That she's gay? No. <laughs> like, well, what what is that? About? I'm
0: in the boat of that she's bi, but okay. so like, because I do think some like because everyone talks about like so some of the guys she's been with were beards but like some of them she was like genuinely in love with and whatever but i started with i was like interested by Gaylor theories hmm. but not her music and then i saw the arrows tour concert and i went okay no, this is yeah. i can get behind
1: this. so you got roped in through something yeah. totally extraneous and then yeah wow yeah i'm just gonna stay away from all of that together combined gayler or otherwise yeah
0: no i found a two hour long video that i still oh have
1: my finished gosh
0: that deep dives into gayler theories and all the info about it because there's like a <laughs> wealth of history on i'm literally yeah. there's i did it i did the gay show on earth show in richmond uh-huh. and one of the other people on my lineup had a show later, like it was like a week or two ago in October, and it was literally Gaylor one on one, and it was gosh. just like an hour long show of a presentation about Gaylor.
1: These people, and that get. I, I say, these people need to get lives of their own. The like the endless YouTube theorizing and like the wikis yeah. and Reddit pages dedicated. But then, yeah, as soon as you fall in a rabbit hole like that, then you yourself become invested. And it's like, I'm glad this is here. I'm glad there's just this group yeah. of manic people that are dedicated. There's
0: no way out. Once you're <laughs> in it, you're, yeah.
1: Because then you feel like you're in a club. You've got terminology you're all using now. Yeah. Like, like Gaylor, for instance, or Swifty. Yep. and So I'm sure there's a whole lexicon surrounding her yeah, music, her buy life. Yeah,
0: I the dictionary last night. Oh so. my
1: gosh. It's going to go up on your bookshelf. That can be yeah. your, your backdrop for your next guest appearance on somebody's yeah. show that's i'm so sorry i mean i'm happy that you found a a group of supportive people but my man oh man
0: my favorite thing is that i'm gonna i haven't figured out the joke yet but i want to do a joke about how it's like more embarrassing or nerve-wracking to come out as a swifty than to come out
1: that's that's gold right there yeah (laughs) fucking lock that in But that that might polarize people because some people. But why? Why is that embarrassing? Huh? Are, are you ashamed? What's there to be ashamed of? Because
0: like yes, I am ashamed.
1: <laughs> have you seen how how cutthroat those that group of people can be? Though I mean, like it's what,
0: like, like it's like K pop like,
1: they're just like, yeah, they I jump mean, I grew on up
0: you in, in in like video game culture. So uh-huh. I think I'm used to like you're used to like, like yeah. toxic sides of nice. of, uh, of fan bases.
1: Okay, what what games did you? enjoy Well,
0: Minecraft is what like my like the beginning of well, I I had like a GameCube and like had Mario Party and stuff.
1: Mario Party Seven, like
0: I think yeah, I've I think I played almost every Mario Party except for like one two, whatever was on. What was on
1: GameCube though that you played?
0: I think the GameCube one would be like it was like four through six because I think it wasn't seven. The Wii.
1: No, I had I had seven on GameCube exclusively. I didn't have any of the prime ones.
0: Eight, yeah, eight's the first one that was in the Wii. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: But, but yeah, like, my cousin kept telling me to get into Minecraft, so I finally tried it. Then I got Steam, which led me to Gmod and, like, CSGO, and then eventually I got an Xbox, then I got to, like, Rocket League, Overwatch, and, like, Overwatch was, like, a top tier. Like, I deep dove into, I got a photo with the voice actress for Mercy, because I was a basic bitch and I was a Mercy main, which does nothing towards helping women in in gaming. Oh, wow. But, because, like, you can't, like, being a healer main as a woman is, like, Mm -hmm. the most basic, like, thing. But, yeah, so I just kind of, like, jumped around to, like, whatever games I I I, like, for, like, online stuff, I like, like, online group multiplayer stuff, because every time I try to do a solo story game, I never can complete it. So, like, I got like Red Dead 2, and when they like remastered oh, that's Sky. Oh, that's
1: not on you. Most of these games are way too fucking long, for one. There's so
0: much. Yeah. yeah.
1: You're so busy, too. Like, just doing comedy well, this was and, doing, and when working. I
0: didn't used to be busy. Oh, like,
1: even still, though. I mean, it's like you have to yeah. sit down when you could be playing with your friends. It's like, I'm going to sit here oh, and no, dedicate. I didn't you.
0: have friends before comedy. I <laughs> sent my gaming friends Oh, please.
1: That's- Goodness. Well, you had gaming friends, so you wanted to play yeah, so Minecraft, to play Overwatch, Overwatch, with Overwatch and yeah,
0: PUBG. I did oh, have PUBG. Oh my god! Twitch streaming, a small Twitch streaming phase.
1: Uh huh. What's Didn't your get very far? What's your was, handle? Oh,
0: do you want, You I, don't
1: have to if you don't. If it's embarrassing, I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's it's. It might be it's me, Mara. I don't uh-huh. remember because it's me people was like my thing for a while but it was like people was like ppl mm. but then that's a good one services let you like change your name i changed it to like it's me P- it's me mara
1: and Yeah. people's good people's a good like um what do you call it like a, a nameless face type thing you except
0: know? if i would type in a chat and people would read my pseudonym. name like they they would read it as it's Mepple a lot. Like, oh, it's Mepple in the chat. Hello, it's Mepple, and I'm like, yeah. nope.
1: <laughs> I can see that getting getting irritating, but that's also like pretty yeah. catchy. Like I fucked up. I I named my gamertag after a like a Batman villain, but the the actual name was taken, so I added an R at the end. So it's like way too long, way too obscure. And yeah. and now for my Twitch handle, I had to add like a number to it, which is it's just yeah, like it's doing way people. too much. I would rather have Maple like all day, every day. <laughs> like that would just make my life easier. Yeah. But I only just started all that streaming, and I've been having a lot of fun mm-hmm. in, in the past year or so. And when I like yeah, remembered no, to actually cool. do it, but yeah. So Minecraft, Overwatch, was was the, was the GameCube your first? Home console.
0: That was my first home console, and my first handheld. I think was a Game Boy Advance.
1: Me too. Game Boy Advance SP is what I had. Yeah, and I had I a had blue an one. I had
0: for a little bit, but SP I definitely played more.
1: Hmm. Well, you know, I had a, I had a, a translucent Game Boy Advance. Was like the the clear, see through one. And then I had an SP after that. That's what that's what it was. Yeah but i think i broke that first one so fast that i like it was like in the blink of an eye onto the next thing
0: yeah
1: um i say that but it had to have been like two years after when i finally two christmases later i finally got my next game boy yeah that's that's what's up so so you've been a gamer through and through because that's like those releases were about when
0: I think it was when it was like 13, 14, when I was like properly like actually getting involved and like watching Twitch and playing stuff online.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, about same for me. So I had to have been in, Um. I think it was sixth grade for me, I got an Xbox,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's when I started playing uh, Xbox Live online games with friends, and like Halo, yeah. um, Call of Duty, all that. But before that, yeah. it, for me, it was just single player, Nintendo stuff, and then and then um, party games like Mario Party, Mario Kart, Double Dash, Smash Bros. is my oh yeah, that's my game. Smash. uh, So Melee was my first one, and that's pretty much all I stream and get any traffic for is Smash Bros. because it's the only game I'm good at where I can like commentate during. Yeah, but um, everything else was beyond that. It was like Xbox, and then I had a DS. Pretty much all my life, Pokemon, all that.
0: I had my, I got a DS Lite and it was the bundle with Nintendogs. Mm. I recently found the game and I still have my original dog from my Nintendogs when I got it when I was like, whatever, many years old. But, um, That, I mainly played a lot of Animal Crossing. That was my number one Animal Crossing Wild World.
1: I never played, so I played, I had Animal Crossing on the GameCube, whichever one that was.
0: That's the original.
1: Is that, okay, so I had the original up until, what was the pandemic craze? New Leaf, is that what it was called?
0: Uh, It was, um, no, New Leaf is 3DS. The Switch one's New Horizons. New Horizons. And yes, they came out right at the shutdown. Yeah. Which was
1: insane. So I jumped on that bandwagon. I was like, I haven't played this since I was like a little, little kid. And I didn't know oh, what no, I was doing. I was
0: pre-ordered. I had a pre-ordered. I was waiting. <laughs> I had to wait a
1: bunch. A cat, like, yeah. Okay. So you were ready. You were waiting for that. That was sort of my reintroduction to the, to the property. And I yeah. would say until then, I had sort of been like hands off with Nintendo stuff. And I I was yeah. fully an Xbox guy at that point. And I want to say it was a a year or so later that I got this monster of a PC next to me so that I could.
0: Yeah. Once you have a PC, there's no going back to console. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, just pretty much for streaming, that's all I'll play smash bros for. And I hook it right into my computer here with my capture card and it's go time. But all those other games, all the shooters, like you're talking overwatch. I was just playing overwatch with my boyfriend, a couple nights yeah. ago, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm Moira, and that's it. That's all oh, I know yeah. how to do. yeah, I
0: love Moira. <laughs> yeah. I love any healers that can, like, do a little bit of damage type yeah. thing. But, yeah, I haven't played in so long, I probably have no clue how any of the mechanics work anymore.
1: There was just a season uh, switch, so you're probably going to have, like, ten updates. I hope you're ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> there I don't know what I'm doing on that game. I just kind of hang back. I like being a healer <laughs> because it's like I can just... I can shoot without being under attack necessarily if I'm yeah. behind, you know, like helping everyone else. If I'm not yeah, getting no, targeted. I used
0: to like I would like pocket my cousin so he would be like soldier and I would just be constantly healing him with Mercy. Yeah. It's just like it was insane.
1: No, that yeah, that that does seem a little busted, I will say. I played Roadhog for 2 seconds. So. Yep. I got hooked on that power and then quit. Yeah, that, the, the
0: tankiness <laughs> of Roadhog is insane.
1: Yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta play more, more group oriented shit. Like that. I feel like all I do now is play alone by myself in a corner online. <laughs> you know? yeah. like I, I got big into Elden Ring, and all my friends were too because we had come from Dark Souls three before yeah. that. And just something happened where everyone fell off and I was the last man standing. And here I am am playing this game I intended to play online the whole way through. And it's like, I'm just, I'm in this. I'm having a great time. Yeah. The Red Dead was the same way. Like I got it because all my friends and I, we we played GTA 5. GTA Online was my entire um, seventh grade to present. I felt until I got a PC, it was just GTA 5. And they've been updating it ever since, I think. It was the highest selling game of all time until recently minecraft just surpassed that um, oh
0: that makes sense
1: but it, it still might be the highest grossing in like in-game sales and currency yeah. all that gta but no i mean it's it had quite the staying power i mean until now that i've finally stopped playing it so i've probably been playing in almost a decade which is wild to think about but i mean that uh launched me into red dead 2 when that came out i never played the first one and it's just such a gorgeous game that i would just sit and just ride around and go for a hike or you know uh ride my horse off a cliff and see what happens you know
0: the open world aspects of stuff like that's why i've been wanting to play breath of breath of the wild and i own it but like it's
1: Overwhelming. I can't, I cannot for the life of me. Like, Cyberpunk, uh, Breath of the Wild, um, none of the, I can't, I I can't, I won't buy one of them. (laughs) It's not going to happen.
0: It's
1: way too much for them. I I feel like I'm just wasting money because I'm never going to, I'm never going to explore the game the way the developers intended and the way it was meant to be played and I'm just going to be missing out, and I'm going to feel that, and I'm just going to feel bad about myself, so why put myself through that?
0: That's
1: like sadistic to buy one of these games. (laughs) But I will be buying the new GTA when that comes out, and that's probably the only title. Yeah, yeah, there's all sorts of leaked images. That's the only game I'm anticipating, I'd say. When that comes out, it's like, all right, everything else is on pause. It's time to grind, get a nice apartment, and a... couple luxury cars no okay so you're a gamer i didn't realize you were a gamer okay yeah if you want to start
0: when i got into comedy well if
1: you want to get out of your hiatus at any point if you need a reintroduction i'm learning overwatch slowly but surely on on overwatch 2 here i'm late to the game but if you need a if you need a team or somebody a team member let me know we could definitely co-stream sometime um i uh I had some questions here. I, I never do this. It's just, um, like I said at the beginning, I don't know if I said it on this recording or on the one that I thoroughly messed up. I, I really am eager to talk to you about a lot. And so, yeah. like, this is the first time I've actually written anything down, just to be like, did I hit this? Did I do this? <laughs> you know, uh, we did a lot about our dads, which is great. I was really curious <laughs> about <laughs> that background. Oh, you go to a lot of concerts, I see. So you're seeing I Kesha. Just recently... Oh, you just recently came from what?
0: No, I just I just recently have been getting into concerts. And oh, stuff.
1: okay. So, so how recent a development is this?
0: So, because so what happened was, uh, Fletcher came to town like a year or so ago. I didn't go to see her, and I regretted having not seen her. And so since then, I was like, okay, I'm gonna make sure to never miss a concert like ever. So I started. So it was like Hayley Kyoko, which was last june that probably was about what kicked off my like mm-hmm. concert going and then like mod sun was another like super fun one because he opened for black bear and then wall opening for black bear i think is when he announced his headliner tour um and then uh there's Flip recently who they're they're uh like it's a lot of a lot of artists i've been going to see are like primarily queer artists mm. um which was semi-coincidental but like also the the feeling being at like a queer artist's concert is like insane really? um How, like how's it's it just different? like so fun and like just like everyone like the obviously there can be straight people at a queer artist thing because like there's, there's queer comedians that straight people will go and see like that obviously you don't want your fan base to be only one type of person but being in, like, a concert venue room, like, full of other people who are all primarily queer is, like, such a cool feeling. I get Especially because, like, I only ever was in those spaces with my dads. So, I'm like, oh, I'm actually going to these spaces, like, for myself now. So, it's been mm-hmm. kind of
1: fun. Yeah, I would say the only experiences I have with, like, queer concerts have been at Pride events, Pride yeah. festivals, when they have, like, a headliner come through. And, like, maybe, like, two or three acts total. And they used to yeah. like 20, 30 minutes. Uh, I've been to yeah. a couple Capital Prides. I've been to Pride in New York uh, mm-hmm. once, and just sort of different pop up things here and there. But I've never gone to see like a queer performer. Just oh, uh, yeah, that's their, their whole deal.
0: De- was oh, wow, yeah. Like just the theat like his. It literally there was like a playbill. Like that one, just like the theatrical <laughs> kind of element of it was insane, and the uh-huh. like the stage um whatever how you set the stage up and stuff was super cool
1: like the oh, yeah like the set design or whatever yeah that's awesome yeah i de- i definitely got to get out to see more shit like that live music cuz i'm the only reason i'm really curious about all your music adventures it seems like you're seeing a, yeah. a lot of um cool people you know like yeah <laughs> very current like fun. you said i i'm looking people up now fletcher my, i've never heard of these people in my life yeah cuz i live under a rock when it comes to music like i just i listen i'm oh, no,
0: spotify is how i find anything
1: mm. yeah i that's that's been really good for me too like the recommended shit it'll suggest things that i wouldn't have never listened to and i'm like okay this i can get behind this because mainly what i listen to is like jazz and smooth jazz Mm -hmm. and i've played trumpet all my life so many of the people that i grew up listening to or like really avidly into were people that i was looking to like learn from mostly so uh, a lot of instrumental stuff a lot of keyboard players mm-hmm. piano and and it's mostly just instrumentalists and so yeah hearing about uh, all these indie bands and uh, underground singers that have been taking off lately I, I do get curious i'm like which one of these should i actually yeah, check out you what's when worth you see it
0: someone while they're in like the beginning stages and like smaller venues is mm-hmm. like it's like olivia rodrigo was at the anthem last year and i didn't oh, yeah. go to that concert and now she's at Capital One Arena. So, uh-huh. like, those are the moments I'm trying to not let happen again where I'm like, I don't want to be upset that I didn't see someone or, like, be like, oh, For shoot, sure. I missed were in town.
1: Yeah, no, I, I have those same feelings every time I see, like, oh, this is only, like, 20 bucks a person. I'm sure the thing Lorenzo's at right now. Lorenzo's not here. I'm... He, he was going to pop in for like two seconds and show us where he's at, but we had so many technical difficulties on the last <laughs> run that I told him to stay far and away from this recording, please, for the love of God. I told him, please stay away. But he's seeing somebody at the, at the Fillmore, he's seeing, I guess they're called <clears throat> No Name. Uh or maybe the show was canceled. Either way. <laughs> that's what it says here and they're having a good time, him and someone else. But uh I just don't know what to do as far I feel so naked when it comes to good music or what everyone yeah. around me is listening to. I'm just like I have no idea. It's like people throw out these names of Groups and bands. Yeah. What genres would you say are some of your your go tos? Are you going to like pop, or or more like folk?
0: It's primarily been like pop and like like pop and pop punk, like Mod Suns pop punk. Um, but then like, um, but then Fletcher's more like pop, so it's like pop, alt pop, Mm -hmm. pop punk variations.
1: Yeah. I I don't want you to I I've just been working on like this shot here. I had like this frog in my throat something and I realized I don't have any water so I just was like oh I have this uh Jack Daniel's over here let me just pour a yeah, shot yeah, to try to clear my throat out. It's it's working but I don't know what's going on with my We we can't we were supposed to do this a lot sooner. I want to say like a week ago because we had planned on uh recording a while back but I just got super sick. I don't know where I don't know what the deal was. And as I was feeling better, it was getting closer yeah. to when we were going to record. And I was just like, just, let's just play it safe, because I don't want you to have anything like what I just went through. <laughs> it's a, It was a disaster. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I can't tell if I'm getting, like, allergies or, like, a small cold, but, mm-hmm. yeah, being sick is never great.
1: And, I mean, so you must be tired, right? You just came from, what, New York just a little bit ago? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I was in New York, just, like, a quick, like, Saturday, Sunday trip. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I got home at, like, 1 a.m., <laughs>
1: Oh, my gosh. So what was the, the trip about?
0: So I went up for a Bagel Fest. So it was just, like, <laughs> okay. a convention for bagels. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I got to get as many <laughs> bagels as I wanted. And there was, like, a bunch of these bagel shops, like, trying to, like, show themselves off. And there's, like, they vote on there's, like, a best bagel. Uh-huh. Um, there's a vendor that had, like like, bagel-themed art and, like, cartoon-like things. So I got a T-shirt that said Bagel Watch. Um... And then and then I saw this pickle hat that looked cool and it turns out it's a rapper named Kosha Dills from like wild and out or something
1: okay but
0: um yeah no it was super fun that's does this look familiar Mabel here tour.
1: can you see the screen I don't know
0: yeah no I can see um, this is what you yeah, these are the winners for the things okay but the the um but yeah I went on like a bagel tour from the guy that runs that like my first trip to New York last year. So that was the main thing but then but i went to my first ever comedy seller show which was insane and then like oh, yeah. caught up with you i did end up doing one open mic even though i said i wasn't going up there to do comedy but.
1: <laughs> it's an addiction i mean i i totally yeah. understand that's all i do now if i'm like visiting someplace else i'm like are there any mics i was just in richmond not anywhere near my father but i was in richmond and i was like i got on facebook or whatever to see if any open mic if any walk-in mics were but that's awesome so was this like you get a pass type of deal and and then okay
0: so it was like three sessions so there was like saturday had like a nine to 12 and a 12 to 3 and then sunday was a nine to two so i did Mm -hmm. like the later saturday and the early sunday
1: okay so i've seen your stories and things so you really you just must be really into bagels then that's like that's not just a yeah well a bit so there's a
0: culture around bagels because what happened was uh-huh. so my grandparents were from new york and my dad <laughs> used to go to new york when he was a kid and would get bagels and stuff so him and i recently started eating bagels around like the dc area to find good bagels mm-hmm. and so through him i got really into bagels then i went on my first trip to new york did the bagel tour learned about the history of bagels and since then i've been like super into bagels and like the, like everything huh. about them. Cause, cause it's, it's, it's both New York culture and like Jewish culture. So it's like yeah. the most I've ever connected to like my Jewish, like heritage is through bagels as silly as it sounds. But like, mm. that's like one of my things, why I like, like them so much.
1: Yeah. It's, you sort of have an expertise now around the subject matter. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't realize that there was such an underground bagel culture. That such that there would be a festival dedicated to. I mean, there's a festival for everything. I mean, there's yeah. probably, I could look up any noun and there's a whole yeah, there's organization a built yeah. around it. But I mean, but still, it's always uh, fascinating to find out oh my God, there's this week long event going on or like this weekend thing in a convention yeah. center where all the best, uh, best bagel ever. makers are going to be present yeah. in attendance. <laughs> so, okay. So, what, what are your favorite bagels? I guess. Or do you have a, a favorite style? Well, everything whole no, grain. I
0: like to do. I like like an egg everything. Okay. I don't really know as much as I like. Act like I know everything about bagels. I don't really know the big difference between an egg bagel and like a stand, like a plain bagel. But all I know is that I really like getting egg. Well, is
1: one's more yellow than the other, right? Is that what yeah. Is?
0: But I think, I, and then I think it's slightly sweet.
1: Oh yeah. I think I would think this is speculation hey maybe you know more maybe this you can put two or two together with your experience at this festival but i i would think the egg one makes it almost more um like dense or what's the word like it's almost fuller right is it
0: like it like changes something yeah it changes the
1: integrity of the bagel the
0: yeah
1: the composition because i I bake or my dad's big on baking, and so i I bake on occasion, and when you add eggs into anything, it almost makes the entire thing more fluffy or more okay. yeah, and
0: that would explain maybe that might be it
1: yeah i I don't have any bread making or bagel making experience though like I'll make a cake yeah. or cookies and yeah egg involvement makes it more. Yeah, it makes it fluffier, I would say, is the descriptor I would use. Okay. Well, I, I like egg bagels, too. There was this really great place when I was living in Blacksburg. Um, I think it was... I forget the name. I'm not even going to try and butcher this yeah. place. <laughs> but, uh, uh, they In-house, they made all the bagels that you could dream of, and I would go there right across the street from my job, have yeah. me one of those a breakfast sandwich, and then t- t- kick the day off right, and then when I was broke, I would sob that I couldn't have my, my bagel. Yeah, I couldn't have filled. the bagel. Yeah. Okay, so egg, egg, everything. And what's the spread you're using, if, um, if at all? So,
0: I've been going to Beth- like I've been, I've been going to Bethesda Bagels a lot because they have them in Arlington, but that's like my favorite. And I'll do the egg everything with an olive cream cheese. I like a Yum. I like a good flavored cream cheese.
1: That sounds delightful. And you just had didn't, I didn't yeah. I didn't eat yet. I took that nap. And now I'm starving. I might have to kill somebody for a bagel right right about now. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, yeah, well let let me find out something like that's happening near me and I'll just yeah. I'll, I'll just be obese for a weekend. I'll make that happen.
0: <laughs> it's dangerous, yeah.
1: That's why as many how many did you eat in a day, would you say?
0: Um, I mean, because you only have, like, a quarter at a time from each place. I probably had about three bagels worth of bagels, but I don't eat a lot. And Uh so, like, I when I did the bagel tour, I literally almost threw up at the last bite. I was (laughs) like, I can't eat this. And he was like, you have to try it. And I, like, literally went to the bathroom Uh thinking I was going to throw up. Because there was one time I was at, like, an all-you-can-eat seafood place, Uh and we were doing, like, crab legs. I was drinking sweet tea and having crab legs, and I literally ate all I could eat. I did go to the bathroom and throw up. So yeah. I was worried that was going to happen again.
1: This is, oh my gosh, when you're like purging to eat more bagels. Oh no, my body, <laughs> my body purged it. My body
0: like, uh, this is too much.
1: It's funny you say that. So I've, my family, there's a tradition of going to uh, Captain George's in Williamsburg. Yeah, that's where it was. Oh, really? okay, cool. Uh, so it
0: was in, this one was in the Outer Banks or whatever. So it was out yeah. for a trip. But yeah.
1: No, we um my my folks and I we go to Captain George's every year, down da- so down by uh, Bush Gardens. There's one.
0: Yeah, no, my family vacations as a kid was always at Williamsburg. So, mm.
1: so that um every Easter usually we'll do that. Um, it's between mm. that and another place that's in Woodbridge that does like the the Brazilian steakhouse type thing oh, when they come Texas Brazil. Well, this it's called um, Charbroiled Grill. In Woodbridge.
0: Yeah, but no, uh, Brazilian steakhouses are amazing.
1: So it's one or the other, usually, typically, every year. And the last time we went, it's funny that you had a, you know, I'm sorry, you got nauseous, but I went to the bathroom not to throw up, but because just to, you know, use the restroom. And there were these two kids running around in the the bathroom, right? Or like they, they ran in and unsupervised these two little they're up to like my my hip yeah what's going on and one of them just throws up all over the ground right and i skirted you know i backed up and dodged it (laughs) they just threw up like right i'm gonna say are you okay what's going on and i i was just coming out of the the stall when it happened like, they, yeah. they run in, I'm, I'm in the stall, and I open the door, and they throw up right in front of me. And so I step over them. and I'm like, we need to find your parents, something. Yeah. And there's this other guy in the stall next to me, and I let him know. I was like, hey, this kid just threw up everywhere. I'm going to go outside yeah. and find somebody. And he's like, give me the thumbs up from taking a shit or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. And I, I go out, I'm like frantically looking for people, and everyone sort of, it was, it was a nice... A team building exercise. Everyone banded together to find these kids' parents, so yeah. that they could take <laughs> oh care God, of these children. <laughs> I mean, just imagine jeez. your kids—not one, but two kids—you let leave the table for God knows why. And then, not only are they like yeah. causing mayhem, but they're throwing up all over the
0: ground. <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> uh,
1: j- just to say, a lot of white trash at the um, at the Williamsburg yeah. <laughs> Captain George's. Sounds about right. It's a good deal. You all the king crab legs you can eat. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I
0: love that in the hard way.
1: Not, like I said, we're Marylanders, so we like love the crab shit. All yeah. The, all the seafood boils. i have big on those. Um, yeah. It's a shame. My, my boyfriend has a shellfish allergy, and in- it's like, I wish he would have led with that. And we really yeah, wish, I wish he wouldn't uh... I feel misled. I feel... <laughs> Lied to? <laughs> no, he. I'll. I'll eat his. His fill. Absolutely. So, well, good. I think we. I think we talked about most of what I was curious about. Uh, personally, I mean, yeah. It's always. It's always great seeing you around. I feel. I uh, it's uh, overcome with joy when I see anybody that I recognize but then when I see yeah. people that are awesome and then I know for a fact they're awesome I'm like oh thank thank god like
0: yeah no it is does make it enjoyable when you're sitting at a mic and you don't know anyone it's the worst feeling of just like like boredom and then social awkwardness yes. or like social anxiety like blended together
1: mm-hmm. I'm so terrible at networking or and I have like the worst resting bitch face i've been told so it's like oh, yeah. nobody wants to come up to me which is like you know part yeah, part of that's by a, design that's like my defense mechanism yeah. walking around in the, in the world but it's not yeah. great for when you want to meet people and you know break the ice <laughs> but, oh yeah
0: doesn't work for that
1: but um i heard actually this evening on my way home um m fisk Message me i don't know if she talked to you already but she she mentioned that you'll be headlining for us in uh december a holiday show we're yeah. doing at fat pete's i mean that's something uh yeah uh, d- did you just learn about that today
0: yeah she just texted me about it and i was i'm, I'm excited because i've done a couple 20 minute sets but this will be my first time doing 30 which i actually the the most recent time I did 20, they said I could run the light. So I actually ended up doing 25. Nice. So, so I know it's there. It's just a matter of, yeah,
1: definitely. Definite. And you have, how many jokes would you say it's overall? What, what would it amount to, um, time-wise? What, everything what that I'm you have not... committed to memory?
0: That's what I'd be, I'm Is, I'm is 30 pushing it for you cause... right now? Cause... No, I think I honestly could potentially have more than 30. Cause what happened yeah. was, when i first started because i wasn't getting booked or not getting stage time because i was just starting Mm -hmm. i was writing so much and like constantly that it generated so much material for me just right off the bat like Mm -hmm. up front so i think i have a good probably like 30 to 35 maybe
1: and you can recall all that stuff though it's it's all banked yeah oh wow yeah i
0: would maybe need a paper just for the order like set list mechanic of it just because Mm -hmm. like the order of that many jokes is a lot but this it would be like one word like little reminders on the list.
1: Definitely, yeah, I get that. I yeah, I'm in the I'm in the same boat a little under that. I'm I'm probably somewhere just under 30, like 25-30 of jokes that I yeah. can I can recall from memory. And and I would say all the mics I'm going to right now, it's more of what you're talking about just trying to determine the order that I want to yeah. tell them in trying to see if Mm -hmm. if something works better ahead or behind of something else if um if i can tweak it a little bit here and there where to intersperse crowd work if i need it but i try not to depend on it for a whole lot because people are fucking crazy yeah you don't
0: need (laughs) too much of a crutch with it
1: yeah and i i i admire crowd work i know people have a bone to pick with it sometimes yeah. seeing how successful all these tiktokers get off of it but i mean yeah, from it. i try yeah. yeah i try to have um actual written material that i can rely on like you said yeah. i don't want it to be a crutch because you can't you just can't depend on the crowd like that that's a that's a dangerous yeah. game that's you either have to be well, super good with people
0: a it's just like uh, calculated
1: yeah well so that's what i do i mean that's my secret i have a whole i have a whole um what do you call it like possibility of outcomes like a like a tree like a thought tree of like okay we start yeah. here with this question and then it could be one of three things and then from here it's yeah. one of two or three and I, i'm actually surprisingly pretty good at remembering that or remembering how to stick yeah. to it and if it gets away from that usually that's it would have to be even funnier like of an outcome because yeah. it's just outrageous that i could just say nothing and look at other people and get a laugh if, yeah, if it, it deviates fits. from it yeah. too much so but no I, I would say most of my my jokes are are you know straight up you know set up punchline or story based Yeah, just classic classic and i have about 25 minutes of that and i yeah. the longest set i've done is about um it, it would be te- i did a 10 minute spot and i did for about 12 or 13 minutes and i could have kept going then yeah and so I, I feel pretty confident about that. I'll be hosting, I want to say, for that show. Oh,
0: cool.
1: And I'll be hosting again uh, next month for a dark comedy show that I talked yeah, to you about. That cool. Yeah, that so we so I wanted to get you on that, but um, Emma already booked it. So, you know, yeah. I, f- I figured if somebody was going to drop out or what you're you're fucking you're right there you're on the on call but i'm glad i was glad to hear that that you'll you'll be headlining this this next one
0: yeah no it's gonna be fun
1: yeah we're gonna have a good time this is my foray into hosting into um uh getting paid Uh, all of it i've I'm, i'm really excited and i'm i'm glad she's brought me in on it uh m fisk for the for the listener of cheers comedy over at fat pete's barbecue get on the get on the website cheers comedy dc and see what's going on let me pull it up and do my job uh so we can examine i think at least the one shows up now there's it's still kind of outdated this was the last show that went down there uh, with with mike b the producers showcase there's a lot of fun but the problem with doing a free show like this, and this one was yeah. free. Uh, going forward, they're 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 paid, they're ticketed shows. Um, but I mean, it got sold out pretty much instantly. But yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of budgeting for for no shows. And then we mm-hmm. get there, and like only like half the people actually show out for it. Thankfully, yeah, thankfully it was. Really an, cool. Yeah, yeah. But thankfully there was like an art event going on. Like the mayor had like an art all night sort of deal Uh, happening that's part of why it was free because there was a um like a stipend given to us for the event on account of the art night but we were able to busk and you know get people off the street in there (laughs) and fill seats um but we won't run into that issue when people are actually i feel like when you put money down on something you're gonna
0: (laughs) gonna show up yeah
1: definitely so that's exciting that's going to be um that we don't have a name for it, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, fingers crossed. The, the theme surrounding that is going to be like holiday drama, like home, yeah. home for the drama days. Um, uh, concentrated, and I it, we're trying to pull from all different backgrounds. So you'll be yeah. our you'll be our Jewish uh, Hanukkah expertise there on scene. Yeah. Which I'm sure, I, I, as we've discussed, it sounds like you have a wealth of <laughs> material on. There's
0: enough about bagels at least. Bagels
1: at least, good, good. Oh man, well, I don't have. I think any. Is there anything else going on in the world that you desperately want? To, any current events, global events, maybe? I mean, we already
0: talked about the Taylor Swift era's concert. <laughs> yeah, so the most pressing my...
1: <laughs> global uh, controversy at large Yeah, no, I'm playing. I'm not, I'm not going to bait you into talking about Israel. Sure. I'm not going to do that to you. That, who would I be? <laughs> I haven't, I haven't touched any of that. I will say like, I've just been like, cause like, who am I? Like, I'm, I'm f- like, first of all, no one's listening to shit I'm saying about anything, but I don't, yeah. I don't know anything about like israel and, and gaza and this ongoing i recently conflict. asked somebody
0: to explain it all to me. Yeah, exactly
1: i need i feel like i need that that's my taylor swift rabbit hole right now it's like trying to find out like, I
0: Understand.
1: understanding global conflict yeah <laughs> or or regional conflict one
0: uh, of us is having more fun than the other
1: I'm for sure i'm having a blast <laughs> I'm having a warhead of a blast looking at all this shit for real? No, I mean Taylor's doing it. So, are you following, following the whole Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey? My nonsense? phone is
0: making me through TikTok. But yeah. Good. I know. Yeah, i just sure that they seem like really <laughs> into each other. Yeah. Or something.
1: That's what's up. Is that is that in any way sort of impeding on your, uh, the Gaylor stuff?
0: i mean this guy apparently like everyone is under the like impression that they genuinely are into do each other and everything mm-hmm. i did somebody did say to me recently that their opposition to my to the gayler theory and her being bi is the fact that a bisexual woman can't date someone that manly okay which just makes me want to like Deep dive more into Gaylor theories. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's biphobic but okay.
1: Yeah, we can debunk this somehow if we look if we look deep enough. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I think that just about covers everything pressing. Uh, I'll say about cheers as well to the listener. Anybody, I'll probably clip this um, uh, next. Monday, the 30th, we will be having an open mic. Uh, it's, It's always the second and last Monday of each month. And this upcoming Monday, October 30th, is a costume contest. So please come dressed appropriately, however you see fit in your best costume, cosplay, what have you. And you can potentially win a gift card to the barbecue restaurant, to Fat Pete's. So if you're into brisket or pulled pork... That costume contest yeah, is your night. There. It's it's excellent food. Throw down on some barbecue. Have a good time. Dress up. Do an impression. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know if that's your thing. Um, and yeah, have a blast. October 30th. Other than that, at the end of the show, uh, Lorenzo, again, he couldn't be here tonight. He's having uh, a swell time at the Fillmore. But he normally gives advice to our Audience, uh, usually pertaining to uh, topics that we discussed on the lead up uh, to now, and uh, I think if you're okay with it, is there anything you would advise the, the listener about uh, in the way of navigating Taylor Swift fandom or <laughs> bagel eating? <Well. laughs>
0: I will say, yeah, Taylor Swift fandom is quite hectic and, and difficult to get into, but bagel eating, the one most important thing with to know if you're getting a good bagel is that it needs to be hand-rolled, uh-huh. and you can tell if a, if a bagel's hand-rolled because the circle's not perfect if it's perfect then it was machine rolled oh shoot and you want it to be oh they have to be um hand rolled and then boiled if we would like boiled before they're baked huh to make them good because there's like 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 fast food esque bagel places like burger's bagels yeah that i think my dad told me they steam them instead of boiling them like a faster process but then it makes it the texture is not right
1: it's not right or is it distinct is it like is that their thing like how chick-fil-a's thing was they they made the chicken a certain way and that's why Uh, everyone tries to go there there on sunday okay any advice to mercy players on how to improve or how to no life. It's
0: been too long since I've played <laughs> to be able to know what advice there'd be. Don't yeah. don't, die.
1: don't die. Don't die. You play Minecraft still or are you, are you I, out there?
0: I have like, jump back on occasionally. I've I've um embarrassingly enough like them like on mobile. I got it on the PC, I have it on the Xbox and my Switch.
1: Okay, all right, yeah.
0: ready for Minecraft.
1: Yeah, I have it on PC. I, I've maybe played it twice because everyone, again, it's I, every time I get a game, everyone leaves. Yeah. <laughs> it's like on to the well, next thing. One, there's, no, there's
0: not necessarily a goal to it. So it's yeah. just be nice to like turn the brain But even off. still,
1: it's like, I feel like as soon as I got the game, everyone had these servers and they were big yeah. on the building in their own worlds. And then I get, I buy the game and it's like, it's never been played for a day. So. Yeesh. Um, yeah it, it was that. it was that in gta for me growing up though so yeah. i was right there with you on that minecraft well mara mara finer thank you so much for joining me yeah, thank you. maybe next time you can meet lorenzo he's a he's a real treat um he's he, he's what keeps this show going uh which... if he didn't depend on me to record us um this wouldn't get done And, um, we would, we would have zero listeners as opposed to, um, (laughs) the coveted one that we have on occasion. So (laughs) thank you. So I'll see you soon. I'll I'll hear these mics on the grind. I look forward to it. Thank you again. Is there anything you want to plug any Instagram fucking socials?
0: Um, yeah, I mean my Instagram's M N Finer, Finer's F like F E I N E R. Like my dad always says nothing can be finer uh, <laughs> but there's um in there. But yeah. That's where all the stuff's at.
1: Let's take a look at this real quick and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Oh look at beautiful. There you are, pinned right there. That's,
0: My most post.
1: That's the dream. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I I better fucking mm-hmm. like that shit. That's awesome. Good for you. Good for you. It's only it's only up from here. Two years yeah. in and you're killing the game on am fucking I'm to hell. Look forward to to seeing you rise even further. Alright. Let's get the fuck out of here. It's bedtime. I need to eat some salmon mm-hmm. and call it a night. <laughs> Thank you again.